This episode is a rebroadcast of a Facebook Live event. To see Martha and Nellie's live show, please follow their Facebook page at facebook.com backslash Bubble Lounge Club. That's facebook.com backslash Bubble Lounge Club. Now on to the show. Welcome to the Bubble Lounge. I'm Nellie Shudo. And I'm Martha Jackson. And today we're talking about high school graduation. Every time I think about my kids graduating, I literally get tears in my eyes when I think about them walking across the stage, getting the diploma, and going off to college. I bet a lot of you parents felt the same way, but after 11 weeks and lockdown with your kids, you may have a different perspective now. <laughs> a lot of graduates are going to get a chance to have the full experience and walk the stage, but however... We have a team of HP moms that in true form have come through and changed things around and made it possible for our 2020 class to have a wonderful experience. Today, joining us, we have Melissa Riemann, who is the Highland Park High School PTA president, and we have Candy Tanner, who is the senior activities co-chair. Welcome to the show, ladies. Thank you for having us. Thank you. Well, guys, you know, for us, it was the last day of school yesterday, and we had to go to Shelton and pick up Charles's stuff, and he's a freshman in high school, and say hello to the teachers, et cetera, and it felt so good to see them, and, um, you, you know, I really wondered, like, I saw some seniors picking their stuff up, and I really felt for them, so tell me, how has it really been? Because I think we've had some pluses and minuses through this, but really, for seniors, I just feel like they've been ripped off, so how have you guys been handling that? Yeah, I'll go, I'll go ahead and start and I'll let Candy um, talk. She's a, one of our senior activity chairs and uh, the Holland Park seniors have a lot of great traditions and a lot of things that they do that are um, both fun and meaningful and um, it's been it's been challenging for sure. They have, um, you know, they're going to miss out like, a, like every other senior, you know, in the world. They're going to miss out on a lot of their fun things, but um you know, Candy and her team has worked really, really hard to make sure that anything that we can do, that we, um, you know, can do, I mean, safely, responsibly, and, um, you know, making sure that, you know, every guideline is followed, but still try to do some fun things for these kids. And um, I really feel like we have been able to pull together some things that, um, you know, they're going to be able to still have a great senior year and a great senior experience and look back on some unique um, items that they can say that's really only the class of 2020 that, you know, got to do things a certain way. So um, I'll let Candy to go through, um, you know, some of the senior activities that she was able to um, kind of resurrect from, uh, you know, not being able to do anything at all to being able to do some more um, just unique things for the kids. Well, and Candy, before you speak, I just have to say, we have to point out your likeness to Courtney Cox. Just got to say it. <laughs> you wouldn't have said that about three hours ago. But <laughs> Very sweet. Um, no, thank you. Thank you for having us, first and foremost. And, you know, this, this, everything about this last two months has just been unprecedented. Nobody has a manual. Nobody has a game plan for it. And I joked with several people early on and I said, you know, I remember chairing elementary school carnivals and thinking, God, what if it rains on Saturday? You know, the worst thing that could have ever happened to us was a rain plan. Um, and I'm like, I would give anything for a rain plan at this point because it's at least a rain plan. It's going to rain. It's going to not like it's, it's A or B. And there has been so many 
factors in this from the governor of Texas to the president of the United States. I mean, we have literally been all over the map. And at the end of the day, it's about these kids that haven't seen each other since March 12th. The last day of school, which nobody knew at the time was the last day of school was March 12th. Um, so when we first start, and we as an activities committee with Melissa and our principal and other administrators were on calls very early on, as early as like the 18th, 20th of March. So we, we've been having the plan since then. But as everybody else knows, it was, you know, we were on lockdown till the first, lockdown to the 15th, lockdown to the end of April. Like every time we had a plan, another thing changed it. So just being able to stay fluid and, and flexible in addition to staving off the masses of parents that just wanted answers. They wanted to know something was being done. And, you know, I'm a parent, Melissa's, we're all parents. I mean, so most importantly is, you know, yes, we're doing it, but we're not just doing it for my children and your children. It's all the children in this class. We have 528 seniors in this class, medically fragile children, children, you know, with all that, that check so many different boxes and you have to take everybody into consideration and it can't just be, you know, and especially when the government's telling you, you know, you can't gather and only 25% of you can gather and it's, you know, we have venues involved and DJs and contracts and so many things. It, it, it took literally a, a group this size to think of every single thing we possibly could and do what, like Melissa said, was the safest and just made the most sense and was socially responsible. Um, you know, and, and we still wanted it to be fun. And we know that these kids are going to look back and go, uh, yeah, that was the pandemic of 2020. You know, they're not going to feel like they were cheated, but they were cheated. Yes. But they're also going to have some really great memories that a lot of other classes of things they won't get to do because it just wouldn't be relevant in any other time. Yeah. And you know, guys, like I, I did the fourth grade moms uh, skits. I, I, I chaired it. I directed it. I put the entire thing together at UP. And I remember, and we were new, we were new to Dallas. We came from LA I remember seeing the spirit of the moms of this area and how impressed I was with them. So, uh, so tell us about that. Like, are there, do you feel like the moms are coming to the forefront to really make this special for their kids, making, you know, graduation car things, you know, that kind of stuff. I mean, this, this committee of moms, and, and, and I don't even want to stop it at the committee of moms. There have been people that have come out of the woodwork with seniors that have jumped on this train to help us, but we really have an all-star cast. Um, we assembled this committee, what, Melissa, a year and a half ago? It's almost two years ago yeah. when Melissa was slating her board, and it's, in my opinion, a who's who of PTA royalty, people that have PTA presidents, PTA treasurers, room moms, cafeteria chairs, mad for plaid chairs. I mean, if you look at our, PT, our, our senior activities roster, there is not a person on there that is not served in, in some form or another. And I couldn't pick a better group of women to be in this with because of all the things we have faced and all the things we've had to think of and change. Um, and just from day one, I mean, from the moment the first news report started rolling in, my, my phone, the texts were coming in of, of what about let's try this, let's try that, let, I'll call so-and-so. I mean, you, you, people think that the, 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 the corporate CEOs are the ones with the, the, the best light book in town. No, PTA moms. They, everybody has a source. Everybody has somebody and a guy that can do something or a girl. Mm -hmm. um, but just this, this group of moms has been so supportive and so amazing. And again, it's not just about their child. It's, it's all these kids. It's all these seniors. And it's all the kids in, in the park cities. I mean, we understand that this isn't just affecting the, the seniors. It's affecting eighth graders and fourth graders and kindergartners, all of them. But at the end of the day, there is 528 kids that don't get a do-over after 
all is said and done. They're going to college and it's the next chapter for them. So um, we appreciate the people that have backed us and supported and refrained from having to have big, huge blowouts at every campus level, knowing that they wanted to keep the honors focused on these seniors because they are. And, and this class does have a lot of fun stuff. They have a lot of parties. They have, they've had different things all year long, but senior week is historically the week of the big events. They go back to their elementary schools and have those reunions with their former teachers and the picnic and baccalaureate and, and all those things. So it, it's hard to recreate a lot of those virtually. Of course. Candy, can you walk us through what leads up to the graduation ceremony? I know in the past there's been a lot of traditions and you've had to really pivot and change what you're doing here, but can you walk us through what is going to happen before graduation? So this year, now that we've had some changes, um, next Sunday, the 31st, is we'll, we'll have our virtual baccalaureate, and we are so excited. Uh, Clayton and Ellen Kershaw are our um, keynote speakers, former HP alum, both, you know, we couldn't, we couldn't have two better speakers um, to, to talk to these kids this year because They've, they've gone through the system here, they've graduated, they've been out on their own, have their family, and they're both just two amazing people. And we, were, we, were, we secured Ellen, and she was our initially our keynote speaker, and when she came back to us and said that due to some changes in scheduling, Clayton would be around, and if we wouldn't mind having him pop on the call, which I'm sure the kids won't mind um, that, but uh, they're both just amazing, and they've jumped in, and you know, that was a scrapping baccalaureate wasn't really an option for us either because that's a chance that our class officers get to give their prayers and 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 have their first little you know taste of of leading this yeah. class which is so nice melissa um what's the craziest thing that's happened during this time like there's got we all have to maintain a sense of humor obviously it's been a difficult time but we're also all very healthy and uh predominantly our neighborhood's done well and we're starting to open up what are some of the crazy stories you have at this time <laughs> well there's a lot of uh, creativity in our uh, in our parent group. So um, we've gotten suggestions from, I mean, literally all over the board for kids to either to recreate their prom. Uh, you know, there was one parent that was really interested in um, trying to do like a drive-by prom and having their, you know, having the kids dress up and like stop individually in front of the school and just to like take a prom picture, um, you know, which, you know, didn't necessarily make a lot of sense, but, um, you know, people want to keep those memories, you know, and they, they want to have those pictures. Um, we've got a lot of suggestions about, um, elementary school reunions, um, you know, that weren't necessarily, you know, crazy, but you really, you know, when only, you know, 10 people or 25 people, you know, could meet at one time, you know, they wanted, um, you know, teachers to come back and just kind of maybe be in a park and have the um, seniors like walk through, you know, like I even had one mom say, we could just create a path for them and their fourth grade teacher, you know, can be there and their, you know, elementary school principal. And I think they're just trying so hard to capture those memories um, and listen, some of those crazy things, I think there's some schools out there that are doing them, you know, that are just, you know, really trying. I mean, I think if we thought a year ago, you know, who would have a drive-by graduation, you know, we would have said, that's just, you know, that's crazy. Well, but, I have um, to tell you, ladies, I feel a flash mob of moms coming on. I'm just going to throw it out there. I feel a flash mob in Snyder Plaza has to happen. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I, I think just a lot of moms, you know, to your point about the flash mob, you know, 
they want to do something. I mean, I think the disappointment that they have for their senior is really heavy. And I think they're just saying, I want to do something. I, I want to do something to lighten that. And I think action makes people feel better. And, um, you know, we have a lot of action-oriented moms, um, which is amazing. And uh, so, yeah, I, I, wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't be surprised. There's, there's definitely going to be some people that, um, you know, feel like they need to gather and, uh, and just and do something special, you know, and, and really lighten it. You know, it's been a very heavy time, and it's been a disappointing time. And I think to your point, you know, I, I think we need to find some humor in it. You know, it's crazy. It's crazy. It's, you know, so many things that are happening. And I think anything we can do to, you know, bring some levity to it will really help because I think these kids are, you know, feeling uncertain and, um, and they're sad and disappointed. And I think anything we can do that would make it um, be like, it's, you know, just let them know it's going to be okay. Yeah. You know? Well, and Candy, even with, you know, kids who are seniors, obviously they're young adults, they're adults really. Um, I still feel, I don't know how you guys feel about this and Martha, you too. Like, I kind of still feel like with kids, don't you feel like the way you feel about something washes over them? And if you can make it seem like, oh my God, what a unique year. And you know, this is all going to work out like that. That does count. Don't you think? I do. And you know, we, we had a call with our seniors a few weeks back, the senior officers, Melissa and I, and, and the class sponsors and, for me, it was almost the reverse of that too. Hearing those kids tell us, hey, it, it's okay that we're not getting this, this, this. If we could just focus on one event or one thing, that would mean the most to us. And you know, and my mom said that if it had to be something that they couldn't attend, but if we were all together as a class, they would be okay with that. Like it, it, it worked both ways. Us keeping them calm and assuring them that this is going to be fun, but them giving us the feedback that, hey, we're okay with a little but less thing more as long as the content of it is good and we're together and we get to make a good, good memory. So it, it, it worked both ways. It was well, really so, so I want to hear about graduation. Talk about making memories. You guys were able to secure AT&T stadium, the home of the Dallas Cowboys for the graduation. I want to hear that story. How did this come about? Like did Jerry Jones give you a call one day and was like, I would really like to offer the stadium because there's nothing else going on that day for Highland Park graduation. How did this all play out? <laughs> so funny. Um, you know, props on that first and foremost to our principal, Mr. Kelly. He, we had a phone call back in early March and, and not many people realized that um, Jerry's youngest grant, well, he may, there may be one more, but right now, Paxton Anderson is a senior in our class and he was on one of our football stars. He's heading to Texas in the fall and, um, you know, they, they've always been so amazingly generous and supportive of all of our programs and all of our stuff. And every football season when we're in the playoffs, you know, hosting families and, and doing everything that they do. So, you know, it was kind of on our radar and, and, and Mr. Kelly and I were talking through it and I said, you know, I just, they, they might have a lot on their plate right now. And he was like, yeah. And I said, yeah, you know, the draft being online in someone's basement for the first time in a hundred years. <laughs> so between that and then, you know, the Cowboy Cheerleader trial is going virtual and that's the division that Charlotte is particularly over. Um, I said, you know, they might have a lot on their plate. So I don't know that they would even entertain it, but you know, and, and Mr. Kelly, he has that relationship with them and he, he made it happen. He, yeah. he they talked through it and, you know, there's, there's so many, things to be worked out with it and they've done it and they've done an amazing job and they're, it's, everybody's going to be safe. You know, yeah, we've had, we had a little bit of pushback of, well, the stadium holds, you know, 
9 million, whatever the number it holds, why can't, why isn't everybody open to come? But because there's still the element of being socially responsible and keeping people that are there safe and, you know, so it, it, it's going to be amazing. And I, I, I've, I've enjoyed playoff games there and, and everything from concerts to other things. So I think this is just going to be so special to yeah. see in, in that, in that building, in that facility. Melissa, how are you going to keep everybody safe? There's just going to be a lot of people. You have 528 graduates and each one gets how many people to bring? They can bring five. Um, each one of them has five tickets. It's like normal graduation. That's not bad, right? Isn't that kind of normal? They usually get 10. Oh, yeah, I'm moody, but that's like private school sometimes say five. So like, like that's, that's not bad. I mean, it's not, it's not bad. Listen, it's, it's better than a lot of the other alternatives, right? We looked at just having the kids and just doing a live feed for parents to watch. Um, and that's if we were to get five, you know, hundred kids plus kids together. So, um, you know, they're going to do um, a lot. at t Stadium is going to do a lot to make sure that, um, you know, we're going to stay safe. You know, they have, they're going to allow people to come into many different entrances so they won't be piled up in one entrance. They will have to sit together as a family, and um, that's been concerning for some of our families who have more than five people, you know, they would like to attend. But um, they're going to have to limit it to five because the tickets are set. And um, they're going to have a radius of six feet, you know, around that family. Um, the kids are going to be sitting, seated on the field. Um, and they will, the program will start with them seated on the field. Um, so that'll be different, you know, that they don't walk in together. Um, but we want to, we don't want them to bunch up, you know, to come in together. They will also have on masks. Um, and that's been a topic of conversation, you know, that um, they will not be required to wear, you know, a navy blue mask to, you know, match everything and because and some of the kids really want to be creative with that some of them have special masks for different reasons either they've made it themselves they have family in the healthcare industry or they want to wear their college you know um, colors on their mask so um, that's going to be a little bit of creativity and a uniqueness that yeah. they really don't even normally have you know because it's just they're capping out normally so um so that's you know from the kids perspective and then people in the stands, um, we're looking at whether or not, you know, the requirements are that everybody has to wear a mask and still just be with their families. Um, there will be restrictions around who can gather in the restrooms. And, um, you know, certainly there'll be hand sanitizers everywhere. And um, and, and they will have their temperature uh, taken as they're entering into the stadium. So it, there's there's a lot of uh, new pieces. That's that's not a piece that we you know of course normally have at our graduation, and um, you know we will we'll make sure that uh, you know everybody stays safe. And to Candy's point, we have some immune compromised seniors. Um, we have some cancer survivors among our senior class, and they're have, they're struggling to to determine whether or not um, you know they can even be there. So it'll be nice at AT&T Stadium if they make that decision that they can't be there. Their names will be called, and they will be up on the big screen. You know, we'll put a picture of them up on the big screen. We're hopeful that everybody can be there and be safe. But, um, you know, if, if they feel like they can't, then um, at least, you know, that's an opportunity for us to still say their name and honor them. Well, and if you think about it, guys, I mean, I've been to graduations. I have nephews and nieces ranging from 28 to 4. And I have been to Georgetown graduate. I've been to Columbia, I've been to 
uh, Villanova. I've been to every graduation. Let me tell you, they actually walk six feet apart when they go up on stage. <laughs> they actually stage them and they stand before they get up on stage and then the next person goes because they want the picture without all the other guys in the way. You know, you don't want that picture. Yeah, of just yeah. Your you know? Yeah. Well, and we will be doing pictures, you know. Um, they won't be handing them a diploma. They'll be picking up their diploma at a different time. But, um, you know, so there will be some differences. But, you know what, they'll be able to be all together, you know, which will be uh, amazing. And then candy times that they're going to get an opportunity to be together. But um, I think they're really excited about it. And it also gives them closure. You know, a lot of this, I mean, they just kind of drifted away, not knowing that was their last day of school. And so it's just kind of been this uh, gray, you know, area. And so this will definitely give them some closure. And it's so nice that it's June 5th that we don't have to wait until, you know, July or August, uh, you know, like some people yes. have postponed. And so, and the kids are ready to do it and they want to do it. So we are very thankful to the Jones family and super excited and the Anderson family excited that that worked out. And um, the kids are really excited. Well, and we're so lucky because we live in Texas and everything's big. And we've got that big old stadium that like literally every time I've been there, I feel like I'm, I'm going to get lost. So thank God, right? They can have all the social distancing and, and have their beautiful yeah, graduation. Yeah. You know, you guys That's have right. done a great job. It's so nice to know you're helping these seniors. I know we have a, uh, Charles's tutor is a senior. She's going to Northwestern next year. She hasn't had, she's been locked in her apartment, at, you know, online with my son. It's really nice to know the good work you guys are doing to help celebrate these seniors. Well, they've done it. They put in the work. They've done it. This is, you know, um, it's truly been a collaboration. It really has between administrators, the student representatives from this class, the parents. I mean, the middle school principals have been involved helping any way they can. Former teachers have been amazing. One of the things we didn't, we, you know, without being able to do the elementary unions, elementary uh, teachers had writ written me and reached out and said, what can we do? Can we get email addresses? Can we get home addresses to write our former students? My son got a letter from one of his middle school teachers last week. So, I mean, they're reaching out. They're doing anything they can. I mean, like, like Melissa said, they've, they've been so creative. And some things, you know, just can't work on the scale of 528 kids, and some things have. And so just to get to have the few little things, we still get to have the senior picnic the day before graduation at the Rustic. It's going to look a little different than it has in previous years, but it's another event that they can all get to be together. So That is great news. Fortunate. We're That's so really great news. Yes, it's, it, we've shifted gears to the looking, looking to the positive of the wonderful things that we're still getting to do versus what we've lost and what we can't do because yeah. it's, it's just that they're, they're better memories, they're bigger memories, and it wasn't what we planned a year and a half ago, but that's okay. They're, you know, it's, it's going to be great. We're all healthy. We're all, we're all getting to be together, so it's, it'll be great. So guys, before we wrap up, I want to ask you real quick, if you can pass along any graduation gift yeah. ideas, because I and killing myself trying to find a gift for a friend. And I, I just don't know. I want to give her something special that she'll actually use. Well, um, Candy's actually awesome at this. And um, she gave me a great gift idea. But I'll tell you one that I've passed on that people have really liked. And it's a um, safe that they can put in their dorm room. So that, you know, it kind of just, you know, wheels underneath the, um, not a big one, but, you know, they can put underneath their um, dorm room bed. And um, so that's just one that other parents, you know, have said, oh, my gosh, it's definitely something they need. So they can put anything in it, you know, and lock it up. But I know Candy's got some great ones. 
Uh, I mean, I, I did that. That's kind of my side gig. And for the last four years, the, the more prevalent that's coming forth, it's not about the cost of the gift. It's what are kids going to use? What do they need? They don't need 500 luggage tags and passport covers. And mm-hmm. I mean, from having the standpoint of a boy, he's gotten four different towels, which I'm amazed first off that everybody, that for four people that don't even know each other, they've all coordinated colors. So he's set there, checked that off the list. He's had pillowcases, laundry bags. But girls are more on the practical side, you know, now that stadiums are going to, you know, assuming we get to have big events again, but the clear purses, they're going to clear stadium bags in your school colors or simple stuff like a trash can. You know, these moms think of every detail down to the room and they get there and they're like, oh, we got to run to Target and get a trash can. <laughs> One little piece you forgot. So it just seems the more and more people that are coming to me that all get something, I'm like, that is the coolest thing ever. Brita pitchers for dorm fridges. I mean, just very practical useful things that you know that every kid's going to use at some point during their year i the most creative thing for a boy i heard was was a handheld steamer and i thought because in my mind i'm like well no girls steam we steam dresses and blouses and they're like no a guy fixing the run out the door to a fraternity meeting especially a freshman that has to wear a suit a shirt and tie they steam a shirt off real quick with it so those are the best ideas ever guys like they really are because i had a nephew who's going to st andrews in the fall and i'm like god all those are great gift ideas Ladies, thank you so much for taking time. I know this is an extremely busy time of year for you guys, and I really appreciate you joining us today. Thank you for having me. Oh, you're so, yes, that's so nice that y'all had us, and that um, you're even thinking about our seniors, too. So, thank you. you a lot. It really does. Great job, guys, and yay, class of 2020, and thanks for making it special for them, because it really is a great time of life for them, and it should be celebrated. Thank you, guys, so much. That's been another episode of The Bubble Lounge. I'm Martha Jackson. And I'm Millie Shudo, and we'll catch you next time. Thank you, ladies.